0: J.R. Spear. R Spear. R. Spear.
1: Today we have a very special guest. His name is Mr. Devin Rodriguez, and he has been able to teach coaches a step-by-step system that enables them how to craft and deliver messages that resonate and connect with their audiences by creating a deep sense of trust, establishes them as an authority, and ultimately leads to their offer being irresistible to the point where people ask, how can I work with you? I don't care what it costs. And I had the pleasure to begin to know Mr. Devin for a while now and and definitely have a lot of respect, not just because he's a veteran, but he shows up every single day. He's consistent, he's connecting, but he also leads with one of our core values, which is serving. And I always tell people, it's like, you got to serve first and ask later. And he is constantly out there engaging with my content, serving me, giving me tips on what can help me. And I was like, man, can I just invite you to be a guest on my show so that way we can deliver high quality content to our audience? And here he is. So Devin, Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today.
2: Man, it is a plum pleasing pleasure. I tell you, I'm excited, brother. Thank you for having me. And I want to acknowledge you, man, your podcast is crushing it. And just how you show up from the moment we became friends on Facebook, maybe like three months ago, I've just been inspired by how you show up every day and serve your community. So thank you. I'm I'm just glad that I can be a tiny part of it, brother.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just glad we got to get to this point and have you here. And you got quite a story that led you here, but, you know, podcasting is not not a stranger to you. You know, this is what you do. This is what you uh, teach people how to do. But more importantly, you teach people on how to actually leverage the podcast and being a guest to create opportunities to help them generate real wealth for their business. And so I'm excited about just diving in a little bit more about that. But before we do, why don't you take us through a little bit of your journey that led you here today? Let us Take us down to memory lane of what led you to get to this point of becoming an entrepreneur and wanting to serve and help people.
2: Sure. I grew up in New York City um, when I was about eight years old to the time I was about 14 years old. I was bullied every single day of my life and it was really, really bad for a while. Um, but I mean, I, I learned a lot of lessons. I think that some of the things that we go through in life really if we allow them to shape the rest of our lives. So I remember just one instance where I had come home one day, I was dealing with a lot of, a lot of bullying, and I would go to school every day and I'd get beat up. I came home one day and, and I was walking up the stairs. I had a bloody lip. My mom looked at me and my dad looked at me and they said, son, we want to send you to another school. And I was in the fifth grade. I had been being bullied for three years at this point. And I said, mom, dad, I don't want to go anywhere. And to the listeners that might be like, ah, whatever. But to me, I was just sharing this the other day. I said, man, I really think that that was a point in my life where I really understood that I would never allow anybody else to determine my future for me except for myself. So that childhood of mine really shaped me from second grade to eighth grade. When I went through all of that, I really believe that that serves the foundation of who I am. Went off to high school, thought I was going to be LeBron James or Michael Jordan, turned out I'm only five foot six and a half, so that clearly didn't work out, right? So, (laughs) went to college uh, at St. John's University in New York, studied business management, and I did some really awesome things in college. I was like the number three ROTC cadet in America, valedictorian of my college, and then once I graduated college, I became an officer in the army, active duty, which I still am now, and I started my business, and... I'll just give you the the short story and then we could dive in if you want. Yeah. Uh, Long story short, I came across a gentleman by the name of Les Brown who ended up or or who was like my childhood hero. And when you're kind of going through stuff as a kid, a lot of people don't understand it, but when you listen to other people's stories, you feel like they understand you. So I was like, Les Brown was my childhood hero. I go on Clubhouse one day and I was like, this is the first time I ever been on Clubhouse. I said, oh my God, this is Les Brown, he's hosting a room, oh my God. And my dream was to be a motivational speaker because Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, Gary Vaynerchuk, David Goggins, Les Brown, these were like people that really just like changed my life. So I was like, I wanna do for other people what other people did for me. Long story short, Les Brown was was on Clubhouse and he was talking about a program that he was offering called Hungry to Speak where he was gonna teach entrepreneurs and speakers how to leverage their story to go out and impact others. And then he got to the price. He said, I, I'm doing this program, Hungry to Speak, and it's gonna cost $297 a month. And I was 22 years old at the time. I was like, 297, get out of here. So I called up my dad. I said, dad, should I do it? He says, yes, you should do it. I said, there's one problem. He said, what is it? I said, I don't got the money. He said, you want me to lend it to you? I said, no. He said, well, figure out a way to make it work. Hmm. And that was one of those defining moments where I took out my credit card and I held it out in front of me and I said, Are my goals and my dreams worth it? And that's something that I encourage other people to do. Fast forward, I invested in the program. It's been about two years now, and he's been a one-on-one coach for me in my life. And it came to a point about six months into working with him where people started to come to me and say, Devin, can you teach me how to share my story? And I was like, really? So started teaching people how to share their story. But the one missing link, JR, was that I didn't teach people a vehicle to actually get out there and share that story. Hmm. That's where podcasts podcast guesting came into play. And uh, I was inspired by something that James Clear had said on a podcast that kind of sparked a light bulb. But here we are 25 years in to my life and uh, just, just trying to really provide value to people in a way that I don't see many other people providing value.
1: Yeah. Storytelling is definitely one of those things that helps draw people in to be able to create better opportunities. And and you know a little bit about my story, but it took me more than, I don't know, 15 years to even stand on the stage to be able to share the experiences that I went through in the military. But once I started doing it, it was more freeing for me. And it started creating opportunities with other people. It was like, man, I'm inspired. I want more help. I want to be able to do it. And if, if JR can get through something like this, you know, they can, can do it. So I believe in the power of storytelling, just like showing up and being authentic and being real. And that's, uh, that's what you do. And y- your heart definitely shows it. And uh, it inspires me to be able to do it. So let's dive into this. So, so when we're talking about someone saying, you know what, I I, I, w- I know I need to have a podcast. And let me let me take a step back because I I just did a a pretty big mastermind event that I hosted in in Orlando, Florida, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was beautiful. We had forty five people, like high level entrepreneurs. Pressing it. Yeah, we had a, we rented a mansion, and it was it was awesome, man. I, I was like, man, this is really cool. But I I got out there, and podcasting was part of a, a conversation we do, and like a trend the of, of what the common denominator of people want to go out there but i asked i said how many of you guys don't have or don't have a podcast and there was a lot of people in there and how many of you of guys don't have a podcast because the fear of starting a podcast and a majority of those hands were still up it's like they want a podcast yeah. they know the power that it has with it but they, there's still this this fear that keeps them from wanting to get started and whether it's going to be a guest or whether it's starting their own podcast and i don't know if you ran into that but i would love for you to kind of hit on that on Why is there a fear? But how can we overcome that fear when it comes to starting your own show, getting on other people's shows, and then also hit on like a overview of like the opportunities that it can create for us to get out there?
2: Yeah. First off, I think that someone should not start a podcast unless they're willing to wait two years until anybody listens to the podcast. Mm. Because the reality is most people will not listen to your show to begin with. Okay, so I wanna preface that because some people think I'm just gonna start a podcast and everybody's gonna to listen to it. The reality is, is you have to cut your teeth in this game. Unless you really already have a big audience, then it's gonna be work, right? The, the, the four letter word that a lot of people don't like. However, here's the really awesome opportunity. I was able to interview Brian Tracy, Les Brown before he became my mentor. Like all, a lot of mobsters, athletes, people that I would otherwise never have the ability to speak to just because I have a platform. Now, here's the thing you asked, what is like the benefit of a podcast, like getting on podcasts and stuff. When my life started to change recently, like within the last year or so, I asked myself this question, what do I have that they lack or what do I have that they need? So I started looking at really famous people and I said, well, what do really famous people or people that have accomplished some awesome things? What do they really desire? Well, they desire more people to know who they are. They desire a bigger personal brand. And I said, well, how can they do that? I said, well, I've been a podcast host for five years at that point. I said, wait a second, why don't I connect them? The people that want a bigger audience, with the people that have that bigger audience, which are podcast hosts. Because here's the thing, on one end, the podcast guest wants a bigger audience. On this end, the podcast host wants a bigger audience. And the podcast host knows that the only way that they get a bigger audience is if they have bigger guests. So I said, why don't I just stay in the middle and help connect the guests with the hosts so that everybody could just win? And sure enough, that's what exactly started to happen. It was like crazy, crazy stuff. So I say all of that to say that when you host your own podcast, you have a reason to connect with people that are at a higher level than you. But if you didn't have that podcast, you wouldn't have that reason. So on one end, understand that it might take a while for it to take off. But on the other hand, you'll have the opportunity to learn from people that you never otherwise would have learned from. Now, that's like if you want to host your own podcast. But if you're looking for a much higher leverage opportunity, I was just talking about this with John Lee Dumas about two hours ago. He said, when you come on my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, you get to borrow my audience that I've built over the last 11 years and you get to build, you get to just steal them from me in 11 seconds, 11 minutes, because now when you go on a podcast and that person has an audience, their audience trusts them. And if I go on their podcast and their audience trusts them and they're willing to bring me on, that means that they're going to trust me. And then if I'm willing to share stories and really emotionally connect with the audience on a deep level, then I'm really going to connect with them on a human nature based level where they're spending time with me. I'm, I'm making them feel understood. They're resonating with what I'm saying. And that's just something that you can't get with an Instagram reel or paid advertising. People don't get that deep relationship built through those short form pieces of content. Now, the good news is, JR, whenever you're a guest on a podcast, you can go ahead and just repurpose utilizing artificial intelligence. I recommend getmunch.com to take the clip and go ahead and just repurpose. So, this podcast, I asked you, hey, JR, can I record it? Because what I'm going to do after this, I'm going to send it to my VA and I'm going to say, hey, Madeline, go ahead and create me a bunch of clips off of this. And it's going to take her two minutes and now I have a month's worth of content based off of one hour's worth of work that we did here today. So this is, the, this is where I'll end it. The biggest benefit, and I got there from James Clear, he said the, the number one question we have to begin to ask ourselves is this, what is the work that when I just do it one time will continue to work for me forever? And that's podcasting. Because here's the thing, 1.3 million people listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire per month. If you were to, if you wanted to get that many eyeballs with paid advertising, that would cost about $40,000. So even if you have to pay one, two, or three grand to get on the show, right? Which some people do, some people don't based upon who you are. That's still a 10th of the price that you would have to pay in any form of advertising. And that is just the amount of eyeballs that someone would get in one month. What about in 12 months? So logically speaking, if someone wants to grow their business, get in front of more people, it's the best option because you get to leverage someone's audience that they've built over the last decade, the last year, et cetera. So man, there's so many different opportunities to it, but I just think logically and the way that the market is trending, how many more podcasts do you see now? It's blowing up. So it's like, why wouldn't I just go with the storm rather than against the storm? And now a word from our sponsors.
0: Navigating the business world can be daunting, Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your are is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show.
1: Yeah. And it's so easy to create your own show because, you know, we got free platforms like Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or whatever that we can do. And you just host your show j- directly on there. Now, I don't know your take on that, but I'm like, I, I like to repurpose all my stuff. So it's like, OK, let me put it on Facebook yeah. audiences that and then put it on Apple and all those different things. So it's really cool. So let's let's take I really want to dive into more of like how can we leverage the podcast to help create opportunities to help grow our business? Now you already hit on one thing, and that's by leveraging you know bigger audiences and other guests on your show. So we can pretty much borrow their audience to help get more eyeballs on us. But for for you, what has been like the best kept secrets that you've been able to do to really take what you're doing on getting on shows to create bigger opportunities to you know expand your business?
2: Yeah. So the first thing is really like, what shows are you getting on? I talked to a lot of people and they're like, I've been on podcasts and I go and I'm like, all right, cool. Which one? And I'll go look at it. And it just started yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, it's okay that you're being on, you're going on that podcast, but is it worth your time? So here's the thing, JR, that's interesting. With podcasting, there's no real way to track your ROI. Now, the reason why I say that is if you compare that to Facebook advertising, you can go into ads manager, you can see your ROAS, you can see all of these things. So here's a really tactical and actionable thing that I want your audience to take away that will help them track if their investment on podcasts is actually worth it. A lot of people talk about call to action. So every podcast, right, is supposed to have a call to action. What most people do is this. Okay. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to go and I want you number one to follow me on Instagram at I am Devin Rodriguez. And then I want you to go download my lead magnet. I want you to go to xyz.com and I want you to click on the big button and you're going to download my free guide. And then what they're, what they're hoping is that they'll go into a nurture sequence. And then the person will open up the five day email sequence that they probably got from com secrets, But in reality, Nobody's opening those emails, no one's ever going to book a call on your calendar, so that adds a lot of friction you're hoping that the person remembers the URL. You're hoping that the person remembers where to go to get the download you're hoping that the per- you open that it doesn't get sent to spam and it just causes so much friction and it elongates your sales cycle tremendously, so what I think is okay how can I like shorten that so that it's as easy as possible for that person to turn from a listener to a lead into someone that's paying me to be my client. And this is how you do it. So whenever you're giving a call to action, it'll sound something like this. Okay, so JR, now, and I'm, I'm actually going to give this to your audience later. So typically, I, uh, I have a system that I call my perfect podcast pitch. And I typically charge my clients for this. But since your audience is still here, I want to give it to you all for free. Now, in order to get access to it, all you got to do is go over to my Instagram or whatever platform you want them to go over to and just send me the message, JR or BLN, right? BLN. I like to tie it to something that's directly from that podcast. Why? Because remember we talked about tracking. So how do I know if JR show was worth going on, right? Quote unquote worth going on, depending upon if you're measuring it based on, did you make money? Well, if he, if he sent, if they send me the word BLN, oh, got it. They came from JR show. Got it. They came from JR show. So you want to drive them directly to your Instagram page and say, Hey, if you want it, just DM me on Instagram, the word I or DM me BLN at I am Devin Rodriguez on Instagram and I'll personally send it over to you. Now, once they, once you send it over to them, you're going to say, Hey, listen. Um, just shoot me over your email and I'm just going to send it over that way. Well, now you have their email address. Now you have another follower on Instagram. And then from that point, you have a raging hot lead that's in your direct message. So now it's in order to go from a lead to a booked call, you can do that in a matter of minutes because you already know that they want what you have rather than hoping and praying that they open your emails. That just doesn't make sense to me. So that's kind of one piece, um, of the puzzle right there in terms of, of something really actionable and tactical. That your your audience can take away from that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there, Jr. Because I can go down a a big rabbit hole with this, but I want to know what specifically um, what you feel like your audience could really leverage in terms of this.
1: No, I think you 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 said the the big key points that that I was looking for and and uh, was hoping that you would actually. You know, tell the audience. One is by leveraging the podcast to to be able to get in front of bigger audiences, and two, knowing the right audience you can do, and three, having a strong call to action to be able to track it that can help feed their business. Because I think a lot of people they're just they they do podcasts to just to talk to people, and they allow everyone to get on their show, which I don't know about yeah. you, but I'm very particular about certain guests I have on the show, and I have a handful of guests that I never even posted on my on my uh, on my podcast because. It just wasn't the, you know, the quality that I wanted to be able to deliver to my
2: audience. JR, that's, that's the thing right there. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Um, let me let me teach them really quickly, Jr. how to, how to, number one, find the perfect podcast to be on. Okay. Number one, to find the perfect podcast to be on, there's a couple of different things that you can leverage. But here's something that I heard. It's This is not original. It, it comes from a woman named Catherine Jones. I heard her at Funnel, Funnel Hacking Live. And she was talking about partnerships and joint ventures. And I, and I started to think, well, how can I apply this to podcasting? And what she said was, whenever you're looking to collaborate with someone, you want to ask yourself the, these two questions. Number one, who creates the problem that I solve? Who creates the problem that I solve? So if I help entrepreneurs generate more leads, then someone that, that creates the, well, what, what is that problem that is created before? Oh, okay. So maybe I need a partner with somebody that teaches people how to put their coaching program together. Because now they're at a point where they have their coaching program, but they don't know how to generate leads. Well, I could show them how to leverage a podcast in order to generate leads. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for podcasts that specifically have that audience. And I'm going to reach out to that, get that host. And I'm going to say, Hey, listen, I know what you do with your audience. What I would love to do is show them the next step, which is generating leads. And I would love to share your platform so that we can best serve your audience. That's not the pitch, by the way, I'll kind of get into that. But then the second question is who solves the problem that I create? So now if I help someone generate a bunch of leads with their podcast, well, then the problem that that creates is now that they have to fulfill on all the new leads and all of the new clients. So now I'm also going to go talk to the person who talks about that topic specifically, because now I'm, I'm like, I'm working all different areas. So that's, that's one area with well, those two questions who solved the problem that I create and who, cre- oh, and who creates the problem that I solve. That's a really good way to look for podcasts that are perfectly aligned for you. And here's the thing, I wanna be realistic with everybody. If you're just starting off on this journey, you're not going to get on the biggest shows right away. That would be like me dribbling a basketball today and thinking I'm gonna be in, in the NBA tomorrow, right? That just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But here's what I originally wanted to say, JR. You said I didn't post a couple because they just weren't good. Guys, you can get on the biggest shows in the world, but unless you're able to deliver your message in a way that is captivating, and most of all a way that is entertaining, it just doesn't matter. So that's something that people think and, and my experience for training people on storytelling for the past two years, two and a half years, people think they're the best storytellers in the world. I got a lot of work to do myself. So I would say really, you have to focus on the delivery of your content more than the content of itself because it's not what you say, it's how you say what you say. So that's really the biggest thing is and here, here's the four things really quick and actionable for your audience, Jr. If you want to begin to tell better stories, just focus on these four these four categories of stories. Number one, identify a flaw that you have or believe that you have. Man, I'm too short. Man, I'm not good looking enough. Man, I used to have so many pimples. Man, I used to not be smart. Number two, identify any fears that you've had. Man, I was really afraid of public speaking. I was really afraid of like I was really afraid to go hang out at the park cuz I thought I was going to be bullied I was afraid of failure I was afraid of success all of these different things So number 1 we have the, we have fears flaws number 3 is false beliefs So what were some false beliefs that I used to have Man I'll just never be good enough because I'm not naturally talented Man I could never be like him because he's just he's just athletic and I'm not or I can't have a lot of success. So fears, false beliefs. And then the the last one, JR, is failures. So what were some failures that I had that kind of sucked, right? Back in 2021, I failed Army Ranger School. Failed. Now, what you want to do is you want to begin to share all of those. Because our job as storytellers is this. We verbalize what they internalize. In other words, the audiences that we speak to when they lay their head down on their pillow, these are the things that they think about, man, I too have that flaw, man, I'm, I don't feel comfortable in my skin, I feel like I'm a failure, I feel like I'm not good enough, but they would never dare share that with anybody else because they feel like they would be judged. But if I, through my story about false belief that I held or fear or failure or flaw, if I can verbalize those thoughts that they internalize, then I'm gonna be their hero. Because they're going to say, how did you know that I was going through that? So those are just four categories of stories that will immediately separate people from everybody else and really create that emotional connection with the audience, JR. And now a word from our sponsors
0: stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let Jr. Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build a. quality quality of product your clients deserve Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact discover your roadmap in JR Spears book The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities Don't just survive but thrive in your industry Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show.
1: Yeah, really powerful tool. So I want you to answer this. What is the biggest mistake that podcasters make?
2: Sure, do you mean somebody that's being a guest on other people's podcasts or a podcast host?
1: So let's, let's, let's hit, uh, both categories. Let's start with the, being a the host, they own their own podcast. What is the biggest mistake that they make when it comes to hosting their show?
2: Constantly interrupting a person. All right. How many, how many podcasts have you listened to where this is what podcast hosts need to understand? Nobody like, it's not about you. If you want it to be about you host your own show and don't have anybody else. But if you're going to have a guest, like you're doing a great job because you're just letting me speak. And I watch so many YouTube videos and even some really popular ones. You look at the comments and be like, damn, if only this person shut up because they just want to hear the person talk. So that's, that's really the biggest mistake is that is, is is just, they don't shut it up. Now on the other end of the spectrum, here's, if somebody is starting a show, here's a really good tip, ask questions that number one, of course, your audience wants to know, but also leverage a podcast to get some free coaching. Like I'm able to get on podcasts with people that charge 25 grand an hour, you bet I'm going to ask personal questions. So don't be afraid to ask a personal question. The second now going over to the other side, um, I think the biggest mistake that people make when they be a guest on other people's show is they try to be perfect because they think that they have to live up to this standard. Like I can't say, um, I can't have a mistake. I have to tell the perfect story. I cannot show anybody my failures or my flaws. And they try to just demonstrate their expertise. And they think that they have to speak immaculately and all of these things. When in reality, I was just telling a client of mine about two hours ago, I was like, hey, listen, people are going to love you more for your failures, quote unquote, than they are your successes, because they're, it's going to make them feel understood. So just, I want you to be yourself, but don't allow being yourself To make you think that you don't need support along the way. Because I used to think that I was the best public speaker in the world and I'm still far from it. But it was only until I started to work with a pair of trained eyes and trained ears, which was less brown for me, that I noticed, damn, I got a lot of work to do. So yeah, on the podcast host side, be quiet, let the person talk. And then number two, on the guest side, don't try to be perfect. Don't be afraid of messing up and just genuinely show up as who you are and the people that are supposed to be called to you will be called to you.
1: It's so funny you say that because there was one person that I interviewed, this is probably like two years ago, and they were a doctor and they wanted to show up like being the smartest person you could ever imagine. Well, this person used such crazy words that I'm like, I don't even know how to pronounce this during your bio. I said, can we simplify this to be able to do it so that way my audience, or I even know how to introduce you with the credibility that you deserve. And so that's a, it's a really good point that you bring because sometimes we want to show up being smart. We want to show up being the best person out there. But reality is all you're going to do is confuse the people that out there listening. And you, you know, sometimes simple is just always better. Now, I, I did have uh, one other big question for you that I'd love for you to dive in. We talk about leveraging other people's guests and audiences, especially like getting in front of Les Brown or whoever it may be. How do you gain the attention of these other big, you know, influencers or, you know, so, so-called so gurus to be able to gain, to get them as a guest on your show?
2: Sure. I'll I'll take this two ways because I've had really big people on my show. And then I've also, I mean, little old me with 6,000 Instagram followers, 7,000 Instagram followers. Like <laughs> I'll dive into it, but being able to work with people that you're like, oh my God, how did you figure that out? Yeah. So So here's the thing, and this is the key to it. Understand what people desire. So if somebody wants, if somebody's famous, they just want to be more famous. Mm. If somebody's rich, they just want to be more rich. So start asking yourself, how can I just help them get what they want? Now, I know you've heard this said by Zig Ziglar. You've heard the saying, if you help enough people get what they want, inevitably you'll get what you want, or eventually you'll get what you want. It's a nice saying, but how many of us actually do it? I know for a long time, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. I read the quote, memorized it, but I wasn't really actually living it. So if, if someone wants to get really big guests on their show, number one, what I recommend is you create a spreadsheet and with everybody's name, email and contact information so that you actually have it on some paper, because if you just, oh, I'm going to want this person on, I want to, you're never going to remember everyone. So kind of create a, a tracker that has all of your podcast hosts or guests that you would love to have on. And then when you reach out to them, here's what you need to do. You need to clearly paint the picture of what's in it for them. So here's an example of what I do. So I say something like this over the past 12 months, I've helped generate over $50,000 in revenue for our affiliate partners who come on the show. So what that means is I would love to promote any products that you have so that we can get it in front of more people. And they're like, oh, okay. So I'm going to make money as a result of going on this show. That's all people care about is what is in it for me, right? With them. You've heard that. Like, I hate that saying, but I mean, it's kind of true. Like, what is in it for the person? So tailor everything towards that individual, towards that individual, towards that individual. Then on the other side of the spectrum, I go to people (laughs) and I just get them on podcasts without them even asking. So if you really want to network with people that are at a higher level for you, don't ask them, how can I help you? Help them and then tell them. Les Brown was a mentor. I didn't tell him anything. I went to John Lee Dumas. I didn't even know his email. Shot him an email on his website. Sure enough, he personally responded. I said, would you like to have Les Brown on your show? He's like, yeah, hell yeah, I would. I went back to Les Brown. I said, Les, I got you booked on this show. You want to do it? I didn't go to Les Brown and say, Les, how can I serve you? I did something for him and brought him the finalized product and said, do you want to do it? So what I'm, what I'm saying, and what is that, that's turned into like six or seven people that I've brought over to John's show and like great relationships. I just do things for people and then give it to them. Understanding that I will be screwed by some people, right? Because here's the thing, it's the law of reciprocity. When you give to somebody, they're going to want to give back to you in not only equal, but in disproportionate returns than you gave to them. But if that's the reason why you're doing things is to get something from someone, you're in the wrong game, my friend. Just do something for someone. And then inevitably it will come back to you. Maybe not from that person, but from somebody else. So when I just started to look at, okay, what do people want and how can I just help them get what they want? And then tell them when I, when I did it without asking them, because if I ask somebody, hey, JR, how can I help, how can I support you? Uh, you're probably going to say, hey, go like my, you know, like my posts or support, give me a rating on, on podcast." I'm going to make, I, you don't want to think, but if I just get you on a show, you're like, oh, wow. Whew. All right. This dude's good. I literally had somebody this morning, send me a message. And she was like, man, that made me really want to pay you. I was like, <laughs> interesting how that works. So really go a, a great book is the go giver. I love that book. It's a great book that talks all about the power of giving. And I think Brian Tracy told me this. I said, Brian, why isn't my business growing? And he said, Devin, you have to give. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to give and give until it hurts. And then when it hurts, you have to give some more until you literally don't have anything left to give. And for the longest time I felt, well, what if I run out of like some of the stuff I'm sharing with you, JR, some of the stuff I share with my paying clients, I don't care. Because number one, if you're afraid to give away all your stuff for free, that means you don't know enough. And Number two, the reality of the situation, I'm sure this isn't the case with your audience. Most people won't do a damn thing with it anyway. So I'm going to give it all away for free, <laughs> right? Because, I mean, what do people pay for? The support, the accountability, you know, the direction. But yeah, that that's what I would say on that piece, JR.
1: No, that's really good. And you gave a lot of uh, really valuable information for everyone listening. I, I appreciate you taking the time to jump on here today. So uh, you come to a close, what is something that you want to do to be able to, you talk about you having a giveaway, but how's the best way for someone to be able to get in touch with you?
2: Sure. So I wish we had time for it, but unfortunately we didn't. What I would love to teach everybody here for absolutely free of charge. I typically only give away my, I teach two methods of pitching podcast hosts. One of which is DM using video messages. Ooh, scary. The other one is email pitch, the one that everybody knows. I typically only give away the video pitch one. If you go to my my website, Podcast Pitch Secrets, you'll only get that one. But I want to give everybody that's listening both the video and the email Podcast Pitch Secrets. And in order to get that, I'm actually going to have to build it, JR, because I don't even have, I'm giving you guys something I don't even have built yet in terms of, you know, just these two together. Um, but if anybody wants access to it, just head over to my Instagram, which is I am, am Devin, D-E-V-E-N. So I am Devin Rodriguez. Just shoot me a message and just write the letters BLN. And if you just write the letters B L will just give you access to it. No strings attached and um, <laughs> have fun. But just don't tell too many people about it because then there's going to be a lot more people getting on more podcasts and you... Hey, hey, hey. You gotta keep the secrets a secret somehow, Jay. All right. No, but in all reality, hey, feel free to share whatever I share with you guys with anybody else, because if that means more people getting their story out into the world, then that's how I know that I'm making an impact. So yeah, head over to my Instagram. Just shoot me the letters B L N for your podcast, of course. And I would love to send over both my video and my email podcast Pit Secrets to you guys.
1: Very cool. Well, Devin, thank you so much for this gift. And we'll definitely drop that link in your Instagram inside of the show notes. For all your listeners out there, if you guys are interested. And wanting to connect with Devin Rodriguez, just go over to his Instagram, shoot him that that DM saying BLN. And uh, also, every week we go live to teach you guys, you know, strategies, tips, strategies that can help you guys grow in leadership, sales, marketing, systems, processes, and finances. Right inside of our business leaders' network community, and I would love to invite you guys as one of our BLN guests to to come test drive us, meet some awesome people inside of our community. Just go to blncommunity.com. Click your information in there, and we'll send send you a link to be able to test drive us and see if it's a good fit. So, Devin, thank you so much for being a guest here today. I'm uh, really excited for the information that you have given. I definitely learned a lot, and all the listeners out there, I'm sure they did as well. And remember, all the tools that you have given, they're useless unless so you pull it out and be able to take action on it. So, thank you again, and I appreciate
0: you uh, coming on our show. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check them out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear.